Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. CK Potters, Sky here rolling solo once again. Daniel and Curly are out for this week, so I will be bringing you the week 17 NFL picks for the three of us. We do not have any fantasy teams to get into as our fantasy seasons are done, but if you have some questions for your week 17 championship, hit us up at the email address tckpod at gmail.com or shoot us a DM on Instagram at the candlestick kids with the hashtag tckpod. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Hey, TCK Potters, I want to give a shout out to Anchor, which is the podcast avenue we record with to bring you these episodes. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record a podcast? How do I record an episode? How do I get the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast onto all of the apps that people are listening to? And how can I reach as many people as possible for free and make money at the same time from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor's the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you up with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Gaining some revenue from those podcast sponsors is essential to making necessary upgrades to the podcast and your overall brand. I appreciate how user-friendly Anchor is and how we can record our episodes via our computers or over the phone, similar to a voice memo or a phone call, and we can record these episodes, edit them down as needed, upload them, and boom, the episode is ready to launch. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and even make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. One more time, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, y'all. This is the last week. We're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Before I get into all of our picks, we've got a lot of uh, questions of the week this week. I actually (laughs) went kind of crazy. I gave the guys one pick for each game, so I'll roll through all of those. And let you know, a lot of our picks are the same this week. I think it's a pretty easy slate for us to choose, but we need to have a couple upsets here. Uh, I am in third place right now in our overall uh, pickums. I'm at 148, 91, and 2. Daniel's in second place at 149, 90, and 2, just a game ahead of me. And Curly's sitting atop the leaderboard, 153, 86, and 2. Last week, Daniel was 13 and 3, gained some ground. Curly was 11 and 5, and I was 10 and 6. A lot of trifectas, but we'll get into it. I'll give you my two cents on these games and let you know what the three of us picked here. So, first up, These are all Sunday games. We do not have any Saturday games, no Monday night games this week. It's all Sunday and uh, Sunday night. First up, the Falcons and the Buccaneers. Falcons 6-9, Buccaneers 5-10. Both teams out of the playoff hunt, 
but I like the Falcons in this game. Dirk Cutter came out early this week and said that Jameis Winston probably will be limited if he plays at all. Therefore, I don't see him getting a lot of work and uh, them coming in with a rookie quarterback trying to see what they can do. Um, I just don't see it being enough. Julio Jones may sit in this game as well, actually, so that could certainly damper the chances for the Falcons, but I'm actually going to go against the grain here. I'm going to pick the Falcons. The Falcons have their first losing season since 2014. I think they end on a win here in Tampa Bay. The other guys are picking the Buccaneers, but I will take the Falcons. Next up, we have the Cowboys 9-6 and and the Giants 5-10. and The Cowboys are locked into the number four seed in the NFC playoffs. They cannot go up or down. The Giants are done for the season, but trying to get a, a prideful win here. I'm against the grain in this one as well. The guys picked the Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Giants here. I don't see Jason Garrett playing most of their starters more than maybe a quarter. Zeke, Cooper, and Dak, I think, will be saved for the playoffs. Therefore, I think the Giants will do enough. Odell Beckham may or may not play in this game. He'll probably sit even if he does play. Um or, or if he plays, obviously that's a huge uh, uptick for the Giants. Even if he sits, I think the Giants get the win here. Eli Manning has a 66.5 completion percentage this season, which is a career high, actually. Um, we give Eli a lot of shit on the podcast, but I think that uh, he's done a nice job this year uh, checking down and throwing the bombs. Evan Ingram is healthy and playing well. Sterling Shepard's playing well. Saquon is a beast. Uh, I think that the Giants just have a prideful win here. I think they get the W in New Jersey. Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers, 6-9, Saints, 13-2. and two. Carolina has lost seven straight games, which is the longest active streak in the NFL. Off the rails completely for Carolina. Christian McCaffrey may not even play in this game. They're going to save him so he doesn't get hurt. Um, I just don't think they're going to have enough weapons, even if the Saints don't play most of their starters, which they probably won't either. Even in a scrimmage game, I'll take the Saints in New Orleans. The guys will take the Saints as well. Saints, trifecta. Next up, the Jets, 4-11, Patriots, 10-5. Patriots trying to keep that uh, number 2-3 seed at bay. Um, they're not going to catch the Chiefs or the Chargers, but uh, they can certainly um, get uh, one of those top seeds and still look at a bye, which they definitely need home field advantage if they can get it in New England, especially with everyone beat up. The Patriots are 7-0. At home this season, they're 3-5 and five on the road. The Patriots are at home in this one. I'll take them over the Jets. I almost picked the Jets here. Uh, if it was in New Jersey, maybe I would think about it. But uh, the Patriots trifecta here for the three of us. I think the Patriots gut it out and win this game here. Next up, Jaguars 5-10, and 10, Texans 10-5. Ten and five. Texans trying to get a better seed in the AFC playoffs. The Jaguars have been looking forward to next season for a handful of weeks. The Texans clinched. Um, or, or excuse me, they can clinch the AFC South with a win in this game. I think they get that win. Uh, the boys think so as well. Trifecta for the Texans. Next up, the Lions, 5-10, and 10, Packers, 6-8-1. and one. This one's in Lambeau Field. Trifecta for the Panthers. No real surprise here. Uh, the Panthers, or excuse me, the Packers and the Lions are both out of the playoff hunt, but I think Rodgers played extremely well last week against a depleted Jets team. Outside of Darius Slay, I think the Lions can be beat deep as well. I expect this to be another statement game for the for the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at home in Lambeau, last game of the season. I think the Packers, big in this game. The Lions have fewer than 18 points in five straight games. The Packers will definitely score more than 18 points in this game at home. I'll take the uh, Packers big in this one, trifecta for Green Bay. Next up, we have the Dolphins and the Bills. The Bills have 15.1 points per game, the fewest in a season since 1985. Yikes. 
even said we're all going to take the Bills at home <laughs> versus Miami Dolphins. Both teams out of the playoff hunt. Miami comes in seven and eight. Bills come in five and ten. I think the Bills have somewhat of a pride game in this one. The the Miami Dolphins are coming out of Southern Florida. It is cold in the Northeast. The Dolphins are coming out of the sunshine, going up into brutal Buffalo in late December. I think it's going to be freezing cold. I think the Bills like to thrive in that game. Josh Allen thrives in those games coming out of Wyoming in college. He has a nice track record in low-degree temperature games. I think this is this is going to be a, a low-scoring game, but I think the Bills' defense ultimately shuts down the Dolphins, and I, don't, I think that the uh, Bills' offense will be enough to get past the Dolphins in this one, so I'll take the Bills and trifecta from the boys as well. Next up, we have the Cardinals 3-12 and versus the Seahawks 9-6. and The Seahawks are 5-1 and after starting 4-5. and They've been on fire recently. They're at home in this one, the 12th man. The Cardinals are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Seahawks had a huge win over the Kansas City Chiefs last week. Trifecta for the Seahawks here. I think this one's an easy pick. Uh, Seahawks looking to uh, you know, be one of the hottest teams coming into the NFC playoffs. I think that they'll win this game handily at home and uh, potentially rest their starters for the fourth quarter potentially, but it doesn't look like they'll be resting their starters to, to uh, begin the game. Therefore, I think uh, Seahawks versus the Cardinals – um, straight up, the Seahawks are, are definitely the favorite in that one at home. Another NFC West rivalry, the 49ers and the Rams. Niners coming in at 4-11, and 11, Rams 12-3. and three. The Rams can clinch a bye and the number two seed with a win. Unfortunately, the three of us are going to have to go against our beloved 49ers in this one. Niners have been playing well as of late, but they're on the road. The Rams still have something to play for. Todd Gurley is officially out for this game, but we saw C.J. Anderson come in last week and dominate. I think Jared Goff will have plenty to do. Uh, he's a, um, you know, he's playing against his, his childhood team, the 49ers. I think the Rams come out and, and unfortunately probably smash up on the 49ers here. Trifecta for the Rams, and I think they clinch that number two seed behind the Saints. Next up, the other LA team, the Chargers, eleven and four versus the rival Broncos in the AFC West. Chargers uh, can. Uh, the Chargers have lost, excuse me, 11 of the last 15 versus the Broncos. I think they'll they'll be able to get them here, even in mile high. We saw last Monday night that the Broncos gave up against the Raiders. I think the Chargers <clears throat> have a huge game here. I've been mentioning this the last couple of weeks. If the Chargers win and the Chiefs lose, the Chargers are the number one seed. If the Chargers lose and the Chiefs win, the Chiefs are the number one seed. Chargers are the number five. If they both win or they both lose, the Chiefs uh, stay at the number one. The Chargers stay at the number five. So Chargers have a lot of incentive to win this game and hope that the Chiefs fall to the Raiders, which won't happen, but it could happen. If the Chargers uh, win this game and the Chiefs lose, they have that number one seed. So I really think that the Chargers will be out swinging for sure against the Broncos, even at mile high. Phillip Rivers has a terrible track record in mile high against these Broncos. Uh, although I think that just what we saw with the Broncos last week that they've given up on their coach, Vance Joseph, he's going to get fired on Monday. Uh, I think the Broncos lose this game as well. Chargers uh, are going to be 12-4 and four heading into the playoffs and one of the hottest teams in the NFL also after um, a couple skid games here late in the season. But we'll take the Chargers in a trifecta. Next up, we have the Eagles and the Redskins. Nick Foles is 11-4 and from December through February since 2013, obviously including last year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Eagles are 8-7. and seven. The Redskins are 7-8. and eight. Eagles have been playing very hot this, uh, this last month, 
uh, with Nick Foles behind center. We're going to take the trifecta with the Eagles here. Uh, Nick Foles, we think, is going to get the win. And with the Eagles win and a Vikings loss, which I'll get to that Vikings-Bears game in a second, Eagles win and a Vikings loss, the Eagles will clinch a playoff berth. We think that the Eagles will at least do their part to get this win. We'll see if the Vikings can get the win over the Bears. We'll get to that in just a second. Next up, we have the Bungles, 6-9, and nine, Steelers, 8-6-1. and one. Somehow the Steelers are at the, the, the risk of not making the playoffs. They were an AFC favorite, of course, coming into the season, even with the Le'Veon Bell drama. Pittsburgh has lost four of the last five games after starting 7-2-1. and one. I think the, the Steelers will be too much here for the Bengals. There is talks that Antonio Brown uh, could even sit in this game, even with him sitting. I think that the Bengals are going to be uh, uh, far inferior to the Steelers. Uh, Juju Schuster could go nuts. James Washington could be, could be a great step up. Vance McDonald could be huge against the Bengals. I mentioned on the last podcast that the Niners – or excuse me, the Browns had two touchdowns versus the Bengals last week. I think the Steelers do plenty. Big Ben could have a huge game. The Steelers have to win this game to get in. Another instance where it's a win and get in, the Steelers have to win. The Ravens have to lose for the Steelers to get in. If the Ravens win, the Steelers lose. The Ravens get in. There's a lot on the line this week, but we'll all take the Steelers trifecta against the Bungles. Next up, the Bears and Vikings. Bears 11-4, and four, Vikings 8-6-1. and one. Curly is going to go with the Bears here. Daniel and I are going to go with the Vikings in Minnesota. Vikings can clinch a wild card berth with a win. The Bears are already locked in. I think that they're going to play it cool a little bit. Uh, they don't want to risk any injury or extra uh, garbage heading into the playoffs. The Vikings have to win this game. As I mentioned with the Eagles, Vikings win, Eagles lose. The Vikings are in. We think the Eagles are going to win. I think the Vikings are going to win as well. Therefore, it's a tiebreaker, and the Eagles would win that tiebreaker. Um, but uh, if um, – uh, or excuse me, the Vikings, excuse me, the Vikings would win the tiebreaker at nine, six and one uh, over the uh, Eagles at nine and seven with that, that tie is a half game there for uh, in the Vikings favor. So if both the Vikings and the Eagles win, the Vikings make the playoffs. Daniel and I think that's going to happen. I think Kirk Cousins is going to get shelled by the Bears <laughs> ultimately, but Dalvin Cook and those receivers I think are going to be too much ultimately. The Vikings defense has been playing very, very well as well, especially at home. So I'm going to go out on a limb, take the Vikings in the upset over the Bears, and we'll have uh, two uh, NFC uh, North teams in the playoffs this year. We'll take the Vikings. Next up, we have the Raiders and the Chiefs. The Chiefs clinch the AFC West and the number one seed with a win here over the Raiders. I know I had a lot of talk about the Chargers and if they win, if they lose, blah, blah, blah. I think the Chargers win it in the Broncos. I think the Raider, uh, the Chiefs do not sleep on the Raiders like the Broncos did last week. I think the Chiefs get a win here in Kansas City. Chiefs big on the Raiders. We'll take a trifecta for the Chiefs, not much to mention in this one. Next up, two games left, the Browns and the Ravens. The Ravens can clinch the AFC North with a win. Just mentioned this with the Steelers. Ravens win, Steelers lose. The Ravens are in, Steelers are out. We think the Ravens will get this win, trifecta for the Ravens over the Browns, although I could see the Browns potentially getting an upset, man. Baker's playing really, really well. Nick Chubb is playing very well, but this Ravens defense is out of control right now, especially at home. I think <clears throat> the Ravens are going to have enough to win this game. Um, of course, uh, Lamar Jackson and, and Baker Mayfield would be a very, very exciting rivalry in the same division for many years to come, hopefully, uh, with the two rookies and, and two former Heisman Trophy winners. So I like this game a lot for future coming up. And I think really uh, once Big Ben's out, maybe A.B. moves on eventually and, and Lev is gone, 
the uh, Steelers could be falling to the Browns and the Ravens here in the next couple of years. Keep an eye on that. But we'll take the Ravens in a trifecta here. I think the Ravens win, the Steelers win. If that happens, the Ravens have the upper hand here at uh, 10 and 6. The, the Steelers would be 9, 6, and 1. So the Ravens would get the uh, upper hand there. Last game of the week, the Colts and the Titans, both at 9 and 6, both in the AFC uh, uh, South division behind the Houston Texans. The winner of this game clinches a playoff berth. The loser is eliminated from the season and they get to pack their bags and get summer vacation started early. I'm going to go and take the Colts. Curly's going to take the Colts with me. Daniel's taking the Titans. This one basically is Andrew Luck is playing very, very well. Uh, Jarrell Casey, who's the big interior lineman for the Titans, who has been a run stuffer, is out for the season. Marlon Mack should have a nice game against this defense. Luck and T.Y. Hilton, I think, are going to be too much uh, against the secondary. And Marcus Mariota may not play in this game. Even if he does, he's not 100%. I think that the Colts defense has also been playing very well recently. Derrick Henry seems to be the only weapon for the Titans right now. Uh, Maybe Corey Davis, potentially, but... I just have a gut feeling I'm going to take the Colts on the road here and we're going to uh, take the Colts here to win and get in for uh, the last game of the season, Sunday night football. A couple of pick'ems here. I had the guys uh, choose basically players um, per game in our questions of the week. I'll run down these really quickly. My first one was more PP. Uh, this is always more PPR fantasy points at uh, various positions. I'll run down the list. More PPR fantasy points, Julio Jones, Mike Evans. Daniel and Curly went with Julio Jones. I went with Mike Evans. If Julio doesn't play, this game is uh, nullified. Uh, Zeke and Saquon. Um, Curly went with Zeke. We both went with Saquon. If if Zeke doesn't play, this is also nullified. Carolina defense or New Orleans defense. Uh, we all went with the Saints on this one trifecta there. Elijah McGuire or James White, more PPR fantasy points. We all went with Elijah McGuire, which I find Pretty uh, surprising, actually. Leonard Fournette or Kaimi Fairbairn. <laughs> I'm kind of just being an asshole on this one, uh, repping the kicker, and Fournette has been struggling. So Fournette as a running back or Kaimi Fairbairn as a kicker in the same game. Of course, these are all the same game matchups. Uh, I went with Kaimi Fairbairn just to kind of be a dick. The other guys went with Fournette. Makes sense. Next up, we have Kenny Galladay or Devontae Adams. Trifecta for Devontae Adams in this one. Uh, we have Miami or Buffalo's backfield so any of the running backs for both of these teams who's going to get more overall fantasy points we all picked Miami over Buffalo the uh, next one is David Johnson versus Chris Carson Uh, more PPR fantasy points we all picked Chris Carson in this one next up my man Mullins or Jared Goff everybody went with Jared Goff Melvin Gordon or the plethora of Denver backs Philip Lindsay is out for the season so we're looking at um, Royce Freeman or Devonte Booker. We all went with Melvin Gordon in this one. Next up, we have uh, Jake Elliott or <laughs> or Hopkins. The kickers in the Eagles Redskins games. Uh, I went with Hopkins. The other guys went with Jake Elliott for the Eagles. Next up, we have Mixon or Samuels. Uh, there is word late in the week here that uh, James Conner could play in this game. If James Conner plays and Samuels does not get as much work, we're going to nullify this one. But as it stands, I went with Samuels. Curly went with Samuels. Uh, Daniel went with uh, Mixon in this one. Next up, we have the Bears and the Vikings. Trubisky or Cousins. Uh, Curly and I are going to go with Trubisky. Daniel is going to go with Cousins. 
And uh, with the Raiders and the Chiefs, we have Doug Martin and Jalen Richard versus Damian Williams by himself. Uh, I took uh, Daniel and I both take the Raiders running backs, and Curly takes Damian Williams as the Chiefs running back. Spencer Ware may play all of a sudden in this game late as well. I make these sheets usually on Wednesday, Thursday to give the guys some time to fill them out. We have late uh, breaking news here on, on on Fridays as I'm recording this. So if uh, if Spencer Ware plays and, and Damian Williams is out, then this one will probably be nullified as well. Next up, Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson. We're all going to take Lamar Jackson in this one. The Ravens defense is just too much. And finally, the Titans and the Colts. We have Marlon Mack or Derrick Henry. We're all going to take Derrick Henry in this matchup. And I expect, again, I expect the Colts to win the game, but Derrick Henry could potentially have the most fantasy points. Although I may, uh, we'll see. I may switch that up if if uh, if the Titans' defense is is not looking very good, which it doesn't look like they are. Then I may go with Marlon Mack there. So uh, we'll see what happens. But that is going to um, do it for the Week 17 uh, matchups. We wish y'all uh, well and um, stay tuned with us for the rest of the season. y'all that will do it remember to email us your start sit questions to tckpod at gmail.com or dm us on instagram at the candlestick kids with the hashtag tckpod and make sure to uh, follow our ig stories all day sunday and sunday night for the game day updates last week of the season we wish y'all well in the week 17 reminder once again if you're in a week 17 championship try to get out of it for next year you've heard me talk in the last episode you heard me talk on this episode Half of your players that you've drafted and you've been riding all season aren't even going to play in this either because they're sitting as a healthy scratch or they're injured at this point or they're out of the playoffs so they don't want to get hurt so they're not playing or they're in the playoffs so they rest them so that they don't play and get hurt like a Todd Gurley. Um, It's just very, very frustrating in a Week 17 matchup with these teams not having a lot on the line. Uh, So make sure that next year you can get out of those Week 17 matchups. But nonetheless... Good luck in your Week 17 matchups. We will be with you in the offseason and in the preseason. Stick with us. I will catch you next Tuesday for the Week 17 recap. But until then, for Daniel Sancato and Ryan Curley-Para, I'm Sky Guasco, and we are out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.